Ending Small Business Failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Have you subscribed to the Small Biz Chat Podcast? Well, it's time. Every Wednesday, we offer listeners bite-sized actionable tips to start and grow a successful small business. In just 20 minutes or so a week, you can get a ton of insight and resources to propel your business forward. Be sure to subscribe to the Small Biz Chat Podcast today. Now it's time for me to introduce my guest, Melissa Muhammad. Melissa is a global business expert and international tax attorney who specializes in helping international businesses operate worldwide. For over 20 years, she's traveled to numerous countries negotiating billion-dollar transactions and has trained tax officials in over 153 nations. Now she's helping Black-owned businesses export globally and access government contracts to turn concepts into contracts. You can get more information at blackandglobalbusinessnetwork.com. Melissa, welcome to the Small Biz Chef Podcast. Thank you, Melinda. I'm so happy and excited to be here with you. Oh, man, I can't wait to talk to you. So first of all, tell us, what is the Black and Global Business Network? The Black and Global Business Network is an international business development and training network. And our organization is on a mission to help Black-owned businesses access U.S. government resources to sell their products and services around the world. There is an entire world looking to do business with Black American businesses. And Black and Global is focused on making that connection happen through government resources, because guess what? We all pay our taxes. And you have people sitting on the ground in over 100 countries around the world, and their full-time job is to go and get you contracts. Wow. You know, who even knew that, right? Like it's people's job to help me find business. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to, I want to know more about that. So tell me, why is this something that everyone should be paying attention to? Why should everyone be looking into exporting? Well, only 5% of the market exists in the U S and when you see large corporations operating they're all of their eggs are not in one basket. Melinda, they're not just doing business in the U.S. market. And with e-commerce and the internet, you're able to leverage your reach, right? And technically, you don't have to go through the government in order to do that. You can do it the more challenging way. Uh, but since you, there are resources that are there to assist you, I think it's imperative that uh, Black-owned businesses use this resource. So the Biden administration, for the first time in history, has created a division called the Global Diversity Export Initiative. And never in history before has the Department of Commerce ever focused on serving uh, businesses in the underserved community. So this unit, their full focus is on helping underserved businesses to access the global market. And you just never had that type of time, attention, or focus before. Wow. So do you believe that this exporting can really be a game 
game changer for the Black community? Oh, I know it is. <laughs> I, I know emphatically that it is. Let me, my, my personal professional uh, expertise is working with large, very, very large corporations. I see around the world what corporations do to expand. So I always tell people that when you see businesses from other countries here in the U.S., you might see a Chinese company or you might see a Korean company, and you look at them setting up in these different places uh, within the U.S., and you say, oh, how can they come over here and set up a business? And we're struggling to set up a business, right? There's not a coincidence. The reason is because their government facilitates them coming over to set up. And the American government does the exact same thing. But unfortunately, less than 1% of our community businesses have ever received those resources. So when you see, I, we literally see trillions of dollars. I'm talking contracts that are signing like right now for one of my small, small businesses that I'm so proud of. I get so excited about this stuff. So I'm trying to stay calm. So we're doing a deal for him that's $10.8 million. Whoa. And, and yeah, and we are, we're, and the government is take, doing all of the steps to get him through doing this project. So when I'm telling you now, we don't do easy over here, Melinda. We do lucrative. We don't do easy over here. I'm just going to tell you up front. You know, it's <laughs> nothing about the government that is easy. But um, but in terms of when you see these businesses from other countries, who are the people that they hire? They are Chinese or Korean people. Where are the products being purchased from that they sell? They're from China or they're from Korea. Why would their government put money behind them coming to the U.S. or other parts of the world to sell? Because they're going to sell Korean products. They're going to increase revenue in China. They're going to hire Chinese people and they're going to take money back to China or Korea or Japan or you know, the UK, Canada, every, there are 170 countries in the world that do exactly what I'm talking about. And the US is the leader. The only difference is the US focus traditionally has been large businesses, not small. And that changed under the Biden administration to focus on small businesses. So this is a fantastic time to access all of those dollars that are flowing in global trade. So let's talk about trade missions. For years, I've been hearing about people, oh, let's go on a trade mission to Scotland. But I always felt like that was like a glorified vacation, like to meet <laughs> some other business people. Tell me, what is the real deal with trade missions? Do they work? Oh, they definitely work. And and let me say, you know, you really have to be focused and intentional. And that's a word you used earlier. You really have to be intentional with your global brand and what it is that you're going to do. Because if you go with a party uh, mindset or a party example, people are not going to take you serious. And so, what, so uh, what I want people to do is to think of this network in this way. So 100 countries, 100 embassies on the ground, U.S. embassies. They have a full-time office there that's a commercial service office, either through the Department of Commerce or the State Department. And these people, the way that they get rated, the way that they get approved within their agency is on the contracts they close for American businesses. So who are they going to want to bring to these trade missions? They're gonna to wanna to bring the businesses that they know 
that they can get to a closed contract because that's how they are measured in their uh, in their job performance. So it is very, trade missions are a great way for you to know the market, to get B2B one-on-one uh, -on -one, uh, missions and, and meetings. So I'll use us as an example. Last year, I got a whole myself for all the countries we traveled to. But we were in South America last year on a trade mission. We went to uh, Nigeria, Africa, uh, Nigeria, South Africa, Ghana. That trade mission was actually with the Department of Commerce. Um, it's the first, uh, was the second minority focused trade mission. And on that trade mission, we literally met with 10 to 15 different potential partners in each of those countries. So you literally meet with people on the ground, face-to-face, -face, in order to market your product or your service, and you form relationships with businesses. So they are very lucrative. So let's talk about selling in like a Spanish-speaking country. How do you do that if you don't speak a no Spanish, right? How do you do it? <laughs> it's called translation. Now, so what I'm very, we're very focused on is resources, right? So there's a program that the government has is called the STEP grant program. And the STEP grant program is a reimbursable grant program that will help businesses as you expand into different countries. So let's say you want to expand into a Spanish speaking country. That's actually what's happening with us right now. And, um, and so the STEP grant program, it varies from state to state. But one of the things that the money can be used for is for translating into the language in the country that you're going to. And the team on the ground in those particular countries, they can help you identify translators. And they have a whole team that helps with translating American written products, American verbal products, all going through the government so that you can sell into that market. Let me tell you, Uncle Sam is not going to miss a dime, an opportunity for a dime. Because, because, and the reason I'm as a tax lawyer, the reason they do this is because they tax everything that moves, right? Right. The U.S. government taxes everything that moves. So if you, if there's an opportunity, all they need to do is give you a browser extension or uh, help you to have someone to translate your materials. They definitely do that. And depending on your state, your those resources can be used to help you to reimburse those costs. Wow. Wow. All right. So one more question before we go to break. Mm -hmm. I know that there's a lot of concern about doing business overseas about currency exchange risks and, you know, international payments and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I've heard nightmares about people sending money over to China to get their stuff done and they stuff come back messed up and, and they're like too bad, so sad, whatever, you know. So talk, talk to me about, you know, how you handle international payments and how hard is it to get your money out of another country? Well, First, if you go in by yourself, it's going to be nearly impossible. This is another reason why we say you work with the team that is tasked to your state, right, in order to help you to um, sell your product or service. But the what you want to do is work with a bank like XM Bank. XM is the U.S. Export-Import Bank. And that bank, their full-time job is to make sure you get your money. And so what these 170 countries do, they have what are called export credit agencies. And these agencies, they work 
to facilitate to give you basically a, an insurance policy that says, you know, if you uh, if you buy from Melinda and Melinda will get you this insurance policy. And if you have a company that's in Costa Rica that's buying from you, that that company starts to pay. As long as you have your insurance premiums rolling and that company decides to stop paying you, then the U.S. government will facilitate you getting paid, you get your money, and then the government goes after that company in Costa Rica. Oh, wow. So that's, okay, how, this is that's how they insure it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this so so this is a well-oiled machine that we just don't know about. That's what you keep telling me. That that's what this is. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's not perfect, Melinda, but because we run into obstacles, um, and I love when we run into obstacles because that's when my superwoman cape comes out. You know, that's my that's my game time right there. But you know, overall, we do see the process work. You know, in general, but there are sometimes that we have to really work our connections and our contacts to get our businesses through when they run into opposition from people who may not necessarily look like us. Sure, sure. So on average, how long does it take from the time I go on my trade mission and I meet these people in, let's say, um, Ecuador? How do I, how realistically, how soon can I see an actual contract or dollars in my hand, like realistically? Yeah, so it depends on the maturity of your business. We tell people 12 months to 36 months. It's not a short-term game. It's a lucrative game. And, you know, it's interesting, at you naming the country of Ecuador, that's the one that has us going to Latin America because I was like, we're not trying to do no speaking, speaking Spanish and all of that. But I'm telling you, the team in Ecuador said, Melissa, what you all are doing is so needed in Ecuador. And you have Black Ecuadorians, Black Costa Ricans. I mean, we do business with anybody. You can be purple. Our standard is that you're ethical, right? You have to be ethical. But my point is that um, when you go in and you meet with these different countries, like we were when we were in Ghana, we signed contracts on the spot, like literally same day. But we're mature in this business. Right. Got it. So that makes a, a big difference. But uh, so we like to tell people 12 to 36 months because it's not a short term. Game. Got it. Got it. Well, thank you so much. When we come back on the Small Biz Chat podcast, we're going to be talking more about everything you need to know to get started with exporting. You're watching the Small Biz Chat podcast and I'm Melinda Emerson and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, and I want to welcome you to Small Biz Lady University. Our mission here is to end small business failure. So all of the courses here are about two things, how to become your own boss or how to make money online. So that's what we do here. So whether you want to learn about email marketing and sales funnels, or you're ready to get started with social media selling, or if you're really just getting started with e-commerce, you might want to jump into our How to Sell and Market Online course. Either way, if you want to learn how to become your own boss and do it well, I have everything you need here at smallbizladyuniversity.com. If you have any questions or have any technical problems getting signed up, just email us at support at melindaemerson.com. Take care.
Hi there. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chef Podcast. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, your host. And we're back with my guest, Melissa Muhammad, talking about everything you need to know about how to get started with exporting. All right, Melissa, I want to jump back in. Can you tell me about some of the risk factors that small businesses need to consider when exporting and how you can mitigate those? So we were talking about XM Bank. That's one of the ways that you can mitigate. And having a team, I think, is one of the biggest uh, risk mitigation factors because you have different people from the Small Business Administration that has uh, exporters, export services. Your state also hires people in different countries to go and get you contracts. So if you're in Philadelphia, I'm in Maryland. Maryland hires contractors in 22 countries. Uh, Virginia hires in over 150 countries. So that's what we do at Black and Global. We help you mitigate your risk by building a team using these resources to help you as you grow globally. All right. So you've talked about a whole, whole lot of stuff. So how does somebody get their arms around like learning how to export so that they don't lose their shirt or get caught up in some, there's so many inter, international scams and stuff out here too. Yeah. So our sweet spot is a roadmap where we streamline the process for businesses and we call it black and global essentials, where we teach you the basic essentials of what you need to do in order to uh, have a roadmap which office to go to, who you need to talk to, what you need to say, and even more importantly, what you do not need to say. (laughs) How to focus on your global brand and how how to deport yourself. Because it's key terms, like in any industry, that are going to get you to a contract faster. So Black and Global Essentials, you can go to the Black and Global Business Network. That's www.com blackandglobalbusinessnetwork.com. And there, Melinda, we uh, have the Essentials Program and we would be happy to support and help your business to grow from Black and local to Black and global. I love it. I love it. All right, last question. What is the best business advice you've ever been given? Hire a great team. My job is to be, uh, is to find top talent and trying to do it all myself is the worst thing I ever did. (laughs) So learning to be a master at mining talent, that's the advice I ever received. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Melissa, for all of your sage advice. I mean, I think I got two pages of notes here. Anyway, thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you are an author, speaker, or you want to become one or a coach, I want to let you know that Brand in Demand 2 is coming. The second cohort of my Brand in Demand six-month coaching program starts March 20th. So if you are interested in finally becoming a national brand, I want you to consider joining me because it is amazing. So if you head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com forward slash Brand in Demand dash group coaching.com. That's what you need. Dash group coaching. That's what you want to get the information. And my second cohort starts March 20th. So I can't wait to see you all there. Now I have one last thing for you. If you want to grow your business, you have to grow yourself. All right. Thank you all for joining us for this episode and God bless.
Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.